Yo, what's up, Jerry's World? Can you smell what we're cooking on this episode? We're going to start it out with a few topics. Uh, one we haven't really talked about on the show before, uh, but because of the uh, this past weekend happening, it normally draws a lot of attention whether you watch it or not. Um, but WrestleMania was this week for any of the wrestling herbs out there. Matt, yeah. I know you're a huge fan. He, you like the Divas division the best. My favorite. Um, that's your favorite. Nyla Rose. Big fan of Nyla Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, maybe Freddie can hit a, hit a, um, a clip of her for, the, for those of you guys. Anyway, um, we're going to also talk about Disney special privileges. Um, they're not paying for shit. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the U.S. currency fading and crypto, is it on the rise? Is it good, bad? Will be the start of uh, Putin's new world order. And then we're going to bring you guys a little bit of some more world news with the war and some NFL deals, free agency, some crazy stuff happening in the football world. And then this week, we're going to do the commission segment, but we discussed we were going to start switching it up a little bit this week. So Gloku is going to start us off this week with a little some some. I don't know what it is, what it's going to be. Could be a question, could be whatever he's got for us. Uh, could be a whole topic segment. We'll we'll see what he's got there. So, but back to it. Uh, WrestleMania. A couple things that happened. Pat McAfee made his WrestleMania debut. Or actually, was it his debut? He was. I thought I'd seen something. He was saying something about he was like one and one and two or something. I, I think don't he's know. Actually three matches. Are you talking about McAfee? Yeah. He's had a, I believe a couple of matches on NXT. Oh, okay, okay. That's what he was probably referring to just overall then. But yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that was his WrestleMania debut. So, former punter for the for the Colts there. Also, his own talk show there. Uh, putting on a little show there. Vince also getting involved. Roman Reigns still the champ. Hey, PJ, can I, I say wonder, something? What's up? Uh, I actually, I actually, before I came on tonight, I was watching the, uh, Pat McAfee, <coughs> Randy, Randy Orton interview that just came out. Um, oh, he, I didn't watch that yet. He himself actually said this was his debut. So I don't know if NXT, if he just was too high and forgot or what happened there, but he said <laughs> WrestleMania was like his debut. Yeah, I think, I think maybe I was a little high when I, when I read that, but he, he was saying something about a debut but then he was like one and two and i was like wait but that's right i remember paulo oh, told me too he yeah he had a couple matches before that i didn't know that that was the first time i seen him in a match actually main, and he was pretty title. good what's that i was trying to say like main card wise it would be like his debut because you know nxt is like stream it was he was talking about his entrance, too, I did read. He had no idea, like, so, like, he said, like, when he was, like, little, he used to, like, walk through, like, doors and always pretend like it was his entrance and shit. And he said when he finally, like, got to, like, the stage to walk out the curtain, he's like, I had no idea what to do with my hands. He's like, I didn't know what to do. He also had no idea that they were going to bring the Cowboys cheerleaders out with them. He didn't know they were going to play the song. He's like, dude, I didn't know any of that stuff, like, swear to God. So I thought that was kind of funny. So he just kind of went with it, but I thought it was a pretty good, a pretty good entrance for him in the song and everything with the punt to the crowd, kicking the football and shit. So I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. 
Uh, Matt, did you did you catch any of the highlights there of the ex NFLer? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of Pat McAfee, I saw that Stone Cold gave him a fucking stunner, bro. What was that about? I saw that like I think he had a match with Vince. I saw, and then like they were celebrating and toasting the beer. For anyone who's been watching long enough, I mean, Bray, me, uh, Apollo <coughs> even probably knows this. You can't trust Steve Austin doing the ring with a beer. Don't matter. You could be a heel, baby face. You just don't. If he offers you a fucking can of beer, don't do it. Or you're getting fucking stunned. It's just his motto. It's just what he does. It's He's just mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. Can of whoop ass, dude. That's just what he does. It's, it's great hey. shit, though. We have to see the clip of Vince getting stunned this WrestleMania. That is too funny. Worst Yeah, Freddie, you have to play that. You got taste? No, watch this guy get fucking stunned by Stone Cold. Like, it can't even be described how funny it really is. Yeah, like, like he... you just have to watch it and see, like... He just, he just like dropped to his knees way before like he his cue to go to his knees and Austin's like <laughs> what the fuck they literally pulled this oh, up, up and was like get the fuck yeah, back bro, up but it's funny bro I actually did like an eighty year old there on the ring yeah yeah dude and then like after he stunned him Vince is like this with his eyes wide open not moving yeah. and I'm like oh shit did he just kill Vince McMahon like what the fuck Snap I read that. Speaking I, of I Vince that. McMahon, he uh he just actually posted it. There's a video while wow, he just squat a thousand pounds, a thousand pounds. This man just squat. He sent that to McAfee, didn't he? Yeah, he he and it's you know it is like a little like uh, workout <laughs> equipment that he does it on, but a thousand pounds is a thousand pounds, bro. Seventy six yeah. years old. That's impressive. Like Vince okay, is definitely it. in yeah. shape. I heard that uh, McAfee's stunner actually wasn't even planned. Um, I think half of the Stone Cold segment, it was going to happen, but seeing that he's kind of three matches deep, they kind of relied on him to know what to do instead of it being scripted. So, like, the he didn't funny know. Thing was... Yeah, he didn't Sorry, know. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, no. I was, I was just... He didn't know about the stunner. <coughs> I was going to say, actually, the reason I think he was involved quite a bit in this one, even with his match, that was kind of cool. I didn't see night one, so I didn't get to like see his match. But he actually, I guess, had like a legit match with Kevin Owens. It was like his oh, first yeah. one since fucking like 2001, yeah. or I don't even know when it was when he had his last match. But they actually were having trouble selling a lot of tickets, believe it or not, at WrestleMania this year. I mean, I don't know if it had to do with it being in Dallas. Like, that's a huge stadium to have to fill. So, I mean, that yeah. could have been part of the problem, too. But they were having issues. And then once they made the Stone Cold segment with Owens, the, the ticket sales went way up. So, and then also last second, Cody Rhodes and shit, it was starting to get more leaked that he was going there. So, I t- tickets went up a little bit more for that. But, I don't know. It was, a, it was okay. I mean, I didn't see night one, so... The Stone Cold stuff was good, though. Yeah, they, they threw him out there. It wasn't planned or anything for the McAfee match. He just kind of came out and stunned. It was really more to help him at first because Vince was beating him down even after the match, and then he kind of came out. Uh, but you knew you were going to see Stone Cold both nights. Like, you know, he had the first In night Texas. was the match. The second one, yeah, exactly, his home state, so. It was pretty cool, you know what I mean, to see him in that match. The highlights, at least, like I said, I didn't see the match, but... 
Did y'all see it, the did y'all see the performing out there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what was that about? I mean he, he wanted a match. He had a match. It look it looks like he's working like real close with WWE, like trying to, you know, like bring WWE like more mainstream again. <laughs> like back back how it was back in the days. And he's actually good. Did y'all see him like I saw something? He was nice. not one. He was they nice. had Johnny Knoxville too. They what? They had Johnny Knoxville too. Oh shit! For real? Yeah, they, it's yeah. pretty much McAfee and the Jackass crew, and then um, Logan Paul. Logan. Nah, WWE is being smart as fuck. I mean, last year, last year they had Bad Bunny. Yup. Yeah, they're moving smart. They've always, they've always featured though, like forever. They always feature celebrities on their WrestleMania. Really? Lloyd. Yeah, they've. They've done it, yeah. They've been doing it since I was like in high school, at least. That's that's why it's weird. I think going the Jake Paul route's kind of kind of weak, to be it's honest. It's not Jake like, Paul; it's Logan. Because he has Logan so many Paul. viewers or, and shit. I, Vince it's just was desperate. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Totally it's just Vince is out. desperate. Nah, I, Jake, I, Logan Paul, Jake Paul—they're all a bunch of gooks. I ain't got nothing. Hey, about nah, nah, they're not the same people, buddy. I'm gonna say hey. something real quick. I don't have this written down to talk about, but I want to bring it up real quick. Jericho tweeted out a couple days ago that AEW Uh will overtake WWE within the next five to ten years. And I was thinking, like, this dude was on crack for a little while. But looking looking back at Cody Rhodes, dude, like, I would always see a lot of the comments in WWE, like, the fans and shit, just the critics. Like, they criticized the fuck out of Cody Rhodes themselves. Like... AEW, all this shit. That, like they put Cody Rhodes down, dude. This guy was Stardust when he left. He wasn't even a main eventer when he left. He was the, Stardust. The not bro. Not they the had him like wrestling. doing some stupid gimmick, dude. It was like an insult for like who his dad was and what they're making his son do. Like that was a fucking insult. So AEW allowed him to be creative. He was like a part of the ownership. Like obviously things went bad, unfortunately, but he brought. They allowed him <laughs> to bring that over to wwe and dude he had the loudest pop of any of the fucking wrestlers like everything like my point is like aew is doing shit right like wwe don't want to admit it but like one of their top stars they're already putting this guy pinning him with roman reigns for backlash like the fans like cody rhodes is good dethrone roman reigns which brings me into my next thing that i do have down which is he did beat brock lesnar i don't know if you guys seen the highlights yet of his shoulder when it got fucked up uh, during that match, they actually uh, real real story here. They had to call the match early because of that. So supposedly there's supposed to be mad more suplex cities and all kinds of shit. But, hey, uh, PJ, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Hey, real quick, you just went over it so fast, so I I just don't want to take too long to get to it. Mm. Uh, me and Paulo, I actually talked to Paulo about this at work. Um, I think that I think that they send these guys to like AEW and shit like that to kind of get them like a mm-hmm. fan base you know what i'm saying like to bring them back to the WWE with a fan base let's be honest Cody Rhodes had no fan base when he left <laughs> he comes back and like Paulo's doing over there that boy bro it, it, they send them these guys get sent Man's to AEW to get a fan checking. base yeah it's 
it's not that AEW is better. It's just they have a smaller fan base. So when you get these WWE guys over there, they get a yeah, real quick huge, following. They, yeah. So I think yeah, that's you know, what so it definitely. is. Definitely. CM Punk brought them up. to go challenge for the AEW championship. Like, I don't know, really. You know, that's yeah. not even a main event <laughs> WWE guy. You're talking about the yeah. WWE mentally. Like, hey, Paul, you know but Daniel Bryan is a, is a main event guy. CM Punk, uh, John oh. Moxley. Like, well, those they were already main event. getting lost in the sauce, But I'm saying, though, look at Cody Rhodes, what you guys just said. Now where do you put him amongst the WWE wrestlers is what I'm saying. I mean, that's true, but, you know, it's still like... But, a- like, AEW is the one that's allowing these guys to flourish. I would put MJF, like, up there in fucking WWE right now. You know, oh, I mean, there's course. a couple guys that guy I would put at the top. Like, AEW, they let these guys be creative. Like, Kenny Omega is probably one of the most popular wrestlers never heard of that WWE's tried to sign so many times over the years. They want him so bad, and he never went there because he's like, they'll destroy my creative. So I think Tony Khan is the first guy. Like, TNA, they didn't really have the money to challenge WWE. You're talking about someone who's worth more than Vince McMahon now. And he has a dad who also has mad money. Like, this guy owns an NFL franchise, Tony Khan. The advertising is definitely way up there for WWE. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I agree with Jericho. I think it's going to take time. It's going to take 10, 15 years. But we could eventually see, like, two really good. I think this is good for wrestling, though, period. It's bringing Mm -hmm. people back to wrestling, it's good. Like, honestly, dude, I used to be a diehard WWE good. guy. I used to hey, defend Cody. them when TNA was on the rise. Fuck <laughs> TNA. I would watch it. But AEW just brings me back to the old days when I first started watching, and that's what I like. I don't like the... It's too PG for me in WWE. You know what I mean? Like, they could be... If they fucking just, like, went over that line, if they just crossed that line a little bit, like AEW a little bit more, they could definitely be fucking... You know what I mean? Like, AEW wouldn't stand a chance. Like, they, they wouldn't could, even made it to TV. They could definitely both yeah, exist in the same. Cody Rhodes. Like, both get it. Both be booming. Yeah, and Jericho's over there, too. I forgot to say his name with all the other big guys. He's he's a Hall of Famer yeah. in WWE, too. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. <laughs> but what Cody does, though, now in WWE is make something really interesting, potentially going forward, which is open the forbidden door. Never know what could happen now. Have That's what I'm saying. Now action. it's gonna be crossovers. That was the TNA oh. champ in WrestleMania. Or the Royal Rumble, oh. my bad. Show up for the match. This so you can always have maybe a little AEW. Little I'm hoping Shane McMahon pops up in AEW. You know, hey, they showed him on the camera. They showed him on the camera and he's getting booed. No, nah, but like another 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 duo that left WWE though that they that they were fucking was um FTR. Like FTR and AEW is definitely like that's what I'm saying. Like I get what you're saying, Bray. They they're using AEW to kind of show WWE like, yo, you fucked up how you're using me. This is how you should be using me. If if that is what you're saying, I don't know. Like no, they're kind of no. showing Vince. I feel like, like they're both is... feeding off each other. No, what I'm saying is is. I feel like Vince takes these guys that could be something, but they're just not getting over in WWE, whereas to like an AEW where they're already big, they have a name. When a Cody Rhodes goes AEW, you know Cody Rhodes. You already know who he is. You know his family. 
Uh, with that being said, you're able to put a guy like that in these top-notch matches already based off that name. Mm-hmm. Like if it was if it was a guy that came off the streets, you're not going to be able to do that. That's where I think WWE yeah. smart to where they send these guys to AEW, they get a name and they come right back and continue to feed off that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All and the AEW fans are old fans. All WWE fans. AEW takes Reigns or even Randy Orton or something from WWE. AEW starts. But I wish Randy Orton. Grab one of those guys. Daniel Bryan's lit and, you know, is also a Hall of Famer in WWE and everything. Right, dude, I didn't like but him yo, in WWE. How many but in AEW? Don't they turn on that guy from WWE pushing him and all that type of stuff? You know, there's times <clears> when those guys, they just can't be that main creator. Or then he goes to That's AEW. That's the thing, yeah. He's the hey, new, right you know, like the new guy to them over there to be doing all these new feuds, all these new things. Like, it's exactly. The change of scenery sometimes good. Two real quick, the uh, like Paulo had mentioned too, um, where we went to the show we went to was kind of like AEW's show after WrestleMania, and that shit was empty. PJ, you know that that shit was empty. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm at, saying we. Blame it. Okay. There but look at a Raw after WrestleMania, sold out. Can't find a seat. Paulo mentioned that. You know what I'm saying? Not There's even. Even their house shows at that same stadium would be pretty full, like, yeah. all around. Like, that's AEW just like, at, like, their WrestleMania, and there's, like, 6,000 people there, if that. Probably, like, three. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That isn't full, to be honest. Yeah. They had, is, like, Revolution, I think. Their, uh, like, their WrestleMania, which was back in, I think, January. No, they didn't really, they don't have nowhere near what WrestleMania produces at all. I think they only had like 25,000 at that event, which for them is pretty big, I which guess. Most events loud, are like it? 7 to 10 that oh, they host. all loud or something before that event we went to? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the WrestleMania that they were coming Damn. off of. They like sold it out and shit fucking up in uh, Orlando. And then they came well, here. That's what I'm saying, though, is they had like their WrestleMania and then like their following, like, which would be raw in WWE. Like, that's a sold-out show where AEW's uh, Wednesday night show after their WrestleMania, bro, there was nobody there. Like, it yeah, just shows I think WWE's just way bigger. They turned this into the bashing of Pilo's squad, bro. Dude, it was definitely... It was definitely upsetting, you know, not seeing CM Punk and MJF and all those guys hot off of... Uh, like I, I said, there were like eight people, in my opinion. There was like eight people. I mean, we did get to see Daniel Bryan and Moxie, but they put them against some the goops. Hardys. Like it wasn't the even like... Yeah, you got to put Hardys. the Hardys up there. The Hardys. Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy recently yeah. said, I think it was like two days ago, they're going to retire AEW. I'm sure they'll go hey, back for the Hall of Fame. The biggest WWE. pops in AEW right now are for the Hardy boys every time they're out there. That's dope. I would... Every time the pops are the hardest. You want to know who gets the loudest pop, in my opinion? Seriously. It's CM Punk Moxley. and MJF. No, it's really? CM Punk and MJF. Both, what both you mean? Yeah. The the booze down. Like, when, yeah. the, when they... Yeah. The That's what I'm saying. Though. Like, 
Oh. I was talking, Bray, we gotta go to like a Miami show. That's normally like a, a special show, and that's when they bring in like anybody what's, what's and shit. And, is, and they sell it out. What's the guy that comes in with Sting? He gets a pretty big pop too. What's his name? Darby Allen. A lot of people like him. He's Darby yeah, yeah. Darby Allen. So AEW does have four homegrown uh, people that they that like they're strictly responsible for homegrown mids. For their, uh, <laughs> Pretty much, wow. yeah. Homegrown mids right now, but when they go to WWE, they'll sprout. They're gonna water him down, dude. MJF hey, is like, he'll get, get watered down by Vince, bro. He'll be lame. Hey, was anybody upset? MJF. That, uh... Hold on, it's MJF, Jungle Boy, uh, Darby Allen, and uh, Britt Baker. Britt Baker's fire, bro. Like, if she's in WWE, she'd be she'd be like right up there too. Public break Baker. Shout out Adam Cole. Adam Cole, that fucker. What were you gonna say, Matt? Hey, is anybody uh feeling the loss or upset that the legend, the game, Triple H, uh retired? I heard he like started off WrestleMania and like I didn't get to watch it, but he like, left his boots in the middle of the ring or some shit. But heart yeah, failure. I think heart failure, right? He yeah. was on the verge of heart failure. I don't think he had a heart yeah. attack, but it Doctor told him he could in any, any minute or something. Crazy, but what do you expect when you do, you know, steroids? For I feel like they've been telling. <laughs> I feel like they've been telling him that for a while, or they've been talking about that for little, like, since I was watching wrestling back in the day. Little like fun fact, but before Adam Cole even to AEW, he, well, he wanted to do like retire Triple H. Either him or Seth Rollins are gonna do it before. I heard it was going to be Seth Rollins a few years back. Yeah, he's, he's like now the guy who uses the pedigree. Dude, I didn't even realize that. Uh, I was seeing something about the Triple H thing, and then for some reason, someone was talking about Shawn Michaels or something with his retirement. I didn't realize Shawn, because I stopped watching him there for a while, for like years. Shawn Michaels came out, I need confirmation. Shawn Michaels came out of retirement for Saudi Arabia. Like for a match uh, in Saudi Arabia? I don't think so. I think Ric Flair was his last. I don't think that team in Saudi Arabia. The, bro, Flair retired and then went to TNA and had like 50 matches <laughs> over there, bro. I'm like, bro, what is this guy doing? Yo, that was one of the best matches in wrestling hey. in history, though. Now, probably yeah, the Flair-Michaels match? Yeah, that was good. Bro, WrestleMania used to be good. It just doesn't have like that... That special moment anymore. Like the celebrities, I think, are like the special moments mostly now. Like whatever they do. Like McAfee, I remember that more than anything. Speaking of. The PG era ruined everything. Speaking of, do you guys see John Cena coming back? Making an appearance? The GOAT? He he wrestled a couple of matches last year. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, but coming back as like like the Punisher or some shit. The Peacemaker? (laughs) The peacemaker, the bird tag team partner. Yeah. That would be pretty lit. No cap. Yeah. Anyways, so I heard that The Rock, real quick, we'll wrap up this the WrestleMania WWE talk. But I heard The Rock was gonna come back to beat Reigns. So what what's your take on that, real quick, Powell? Because I'm I'm hearing the Roman fans Reigns. are really pushing for uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes right now to dethrone him. Well, I think what they're going to do with Cody Rhodes is he's going to win the WWE Championship. Like, because right now, Reigns holds both. 
Well, doesn't Reigns have them both? Yeah, he has them both. And Cody Rhodes was talking on on Raw that he wanted to be like the WWE champ, you know, for his dad and everything. After his passing, never being able to win it and getting screwed by creative uh, okay. and everything. Yeah, like he like came out and said that and everything on the promo. So that was pretty lit. Uh, so I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna give him the WWE Championship probably in Raw, and like you know set him up a match with Rollins and shit. Probably still going forward and stuff, but and then Reigns is gonna be Universal Champion in SmackDown. And that Rock fight's probably going to go down to try to get him to lose the belt, you know, as he gets closer to being the longest champ ever. But I feel like he'll just take him down. Tribal yeah. Chief? He will. I think he will be the longest champ ever if he were to make it to WrestleMania next year for sure. 100%. Because that's another, what, 350-something days from now? So, and he's at like 560-something right now. And it's like 627, yeah. I think, is the record. So, yeah. Actually, just a few months. Is it The Undertaker, or who is it? Nah, it's, it's Reigns. Oh, you're talking about for the... No, it's that dude, um... It was somebody like... like Bruce like, Samantino or something. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Oh, it's like, like back in the day. Yeah. Like, he's beating an old yeah, dad. Like the 80s. Right like, something they haven't done in a while, but, I mean, that guy just keeps doing his thing, creative. He keeps drawing yeah, the most I think CM Punk is number two. He had like 400 and like 80, 90 something days with the WWE title. I think he he's like third right now. Reign. Is he third? <laughs> the WWE's only been shoving Roman Reigns down our throat for the last five years. They yeah, finally did the right thing with them. It's his best two years, though. That's why everybody loves him right now. They never wanted to turn him heel. He was like their John Cena. They wanted to keep him a babyface. And they finally turned him heel, which they never did with John Cena. People love him. I don't know. I just remember, like, he at some point, every time he came out, people were just like, new champ, fuck this guy. Like, let's get somebody They out. were. They were. That's why they had to I think he him. won the Royal Rumble one year, and they literally, like, fucking rioted in the crowd. Yeah, like, bro. they were pissed that they let Roman Reigns win. Because it was going to be his, like, third, like, main event at WrestleMania or something. I Which I mean, believe... That's because they just kept shoving him as, like, a good guy. That they'd want that's to what I'm saying. They shoved Roman so Reigns down our throat until we liked it. <laughs> now we everybody oh, likes him. Well, another thing, too, is I, I think it was brilliant what they did, too, with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Like, how... Oh, yeah. That was they a got Yeah, that was hey, that was match, great was in itself. Begging, he was begging Brock to take him back to distract him. <laughs> I know he's like, please send yeah. me those Romans. I feel like that's I feel like that's what like got Roman on the side of like fans' graces though, is the whole Paul Heyman, like the switch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I could be wrong. That's when I started following the the shit on YouTube, because I was just following YouTube. I wouldn't actually watch the show. I just like cause YouTube's just like fuck it. Um but yeah, that's what I, I started watching it, like the highlights after like the show. I'd be watching like the just the Roman Reigns stuff though. But I was like, dude. This is the shit that, like, WWE was missing for, like, a long time. But, like, they also need more storylines underneath it, too. That's their problem right now is they they put too much into, like, one or two storylines. And then the rest, they don't put any effort into that shit. And it's, like, blah. It's, like, dude, yeah. you got these great fucking athletes, like, 
Do what you did you back in the day, man. Make shit interesting, dude. Like, actually yeah, put interest into all of them. Yep. So, yep. I mean, to start doing that consistently, AEW. From this interview with Randy Orton, what it's sounding like, uh, what you guys should watch that. Like, if you're into, like, Pat McAfee and, like, Randy Orton and that, that's actually a good listen and watch. But um, what Randy Orton was saying, it took a guy like Riddle to come into the WWE to get his interest back. Like, he literally said, like, my, I'm so happy. I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, hey, Matt Riddle? He said, yeah. He's saying he's in, like, the greatest shape he's ever been in, and it's because of Riddle. Like, he's gotten him back into, like, that groove of, like, loving Probably the got him smoking the gas. Probably. Yeah, there was a, a time there. I think it was a little over a year ago where he contemplated not renewing with – I think it was actually retirement altogether. I don't even think it was, like, leaving for AEW or anything. I think it was just, like – I think he was, like, kind of, like, just, like, bored, he said in, like, an interview. Like, I'm bored. Like, there's – said riddle got him back into it like that he's like happy with it where he's at like he's yeah it sounds like riddle really got him into it that's good mention him too not riddle he was a great ufc guy too if you know about him from he was fighting yeah i I didn't know about that background just because he wouldn't stop smoking weed he just kept getting lit and eventually they got him kicked out because of that shit Real quick with the UFC thing, uh, if you not not now, but like real recently, like if you smoke weed, that was like worse than smoking crack. Like as far as yeah, the bro. UFC goes, this guy got flipped. Uh, Riddle's been not only been fucked by that, but uh, Nick Diaz actually got a five-year suspension for smoking yeah. weed. For smoking, uh, in the NFL. Yeah, I can fuck your whole career up. Bro, five years, especially okay. in MMA. In that MMA, fucks your whole career up. Yeah, bro. Bro, and Crazy. those guys needed bro, the most. I fucked for no reason, bro. This guy's still young as fuck, and I think he was. I don't know if he was unbeaten, but he had a pretty good record, and just got straight fucked. That's bro, it, it's just at this point we don't care if Nate Diaz loses or wins. We just want to. We just want to see the motherfucker fight because it's no, entertaining dude. to just see him fight. Yo, it was wasn't his, it was his brother in his last promo video. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was his brother. It wasn't Nate, Freddie. It was Nick. Oh, it was Nick Diaz. Yeah, oh, Nick. Okay. Back back in the day, probably like seven years ago, eh, maybe even longer. He got a five year suspension for weed. Now they're just smoking because it's whatever. I'm saying back then, Nick. Well, that's another bad motherfucker too. Yeah, got five years, bro. Five years for smoking a blunt. Five years. Smoking a blunt. Crazy. All right. So, moving on here, we spent a pretty good amount of time there. Uh, good convos there, guys. Uh, we're moving on here to Disney, our next topic. Disney, apparently, apparently, you guys ever seen that fucking video? Apparently. Like, apparently. Apparently, I can't turn the TV and... on until my grandpa finishes watching the Powerball. <laughs> oh, that's just, uh, it had to be dying, bro. But yeah, apparently, uh, DeSantis isn't pretty pretty upset with Disney for the, the don't say gay bill. So now he's threatening to put Disney to end their special privileges. So apparently, Denny, damn, now I'm going to say apparently all the time. So Disney, they have like their own like community, like they're almost like their own country up there. So 
Back way back when it was Swampland, USA, Florida, Disney, Walt Disney came here and somehow like I guess like got free reigns to do whatever he wanted with the certain amount of like land they gave him, whatever it is now. So he started building the theme parks and stuff, but the government kind of allowed him to like, you know, handle business himself. Like don't you don't have to come to us type shit and get like permits and Rich all kinds power. of shit. Yeah, exactly. So now DeSantis, fast forward all the way to now, DeSantis is now kind of like, I passed this bill for Florida, so like you're going to abide by it, and now they're not abiding by it, so now he's kind of like pretty much like, you know what, your privileges have have gone on too long now. Like, you guys should, not even Universal has these privileges or other theme parks around the country. It's like strictly Disney. As we all know, Disney fucking owns everything. Mm -hmm. But he's pretty much telling them, like, yo, like, fuck your privileges now. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I don't know what he's gonna do. But he's gonna pretty much make them, like, start paying for shit, I guess. I I don't know. We'll see how this goes. It's all talk right now. But, Matt, you got anything over there, bro? What's up, B-Man? Yeah, what's Been up, brother? Quiet. Yeah, shout out, shout out the squad. No, basically, I agree. I agree with. Uh, I agree with Desantis. Mom, the reason this is even a story is because he doesn't want uh, Walt Disney to have special privileges when it comes to the law and the laws involved because they don't say gay. So I guess I mean a, a right or a law, yeah. whatever you want to call it. That's basically why it came to front. But I mean, like. From what I read, that lawmakers have uh, they've already met twice, but they haven't really made any headway or anything um, on that. Disney just wants to like establish its own uh, independent government. Yeah, that's kind of how they've been operating all this time. Like they have their own trash service, like everything. Like they don't they don't rely on the government for shit. Like they don't, and the government doesn't pr- provide them with shit. Bro, they have think- their own police. I know, yeah. Security thing inside their properties. They don't even use like the Orlando PD. Yeah, so apparently, whoever lives like on that land, they're the ones paying. I think it's called um, it's called like a Creek Reedy something development or something is is what it's called. What's it called, Matt? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so whoever lives there, like so, like timeshare people, if you own a condo, I don't think there's anybody that has houses there. Maybe there is, who fucking knows? But those are the people who pay the taxes, and Disney uses obviously their money as well, and all the profit that they make over everything else to pay for like their roads. Like they literally own their own roads, all kinds of crazy shit. So, DeSantis, I do agree with DeSantis, like. I didn't have a problem with Disney. I mean, honestly, I didn't know it was like all like that until this happened. I didn't even realize Disney was like their own they, country, they, like to that extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it does make sense. Like they should be, you know, I they mean, shouldn't be building their own communities. That's Shit. why they have. That's why they own everything in the world. I feel like at this point, because they fucking ain't never been paying the government shit. So it's like. Y'all should start paying. I don't know. I kind of agree with them. I didn't have a problem with anything, but I do see what he's saying. What you like think they, they, have don't, to they, they don't the pay law. taxes or anything? From I don't what even I know if it has to do with taxes. Oh, it could be like I don't know about Indian, that. Like a Native American. Yeah, look, I'm telling Native you, my guy. They, they, How is one of the biggest companies in the world not paying taxes? They have to pay. The only thing I've seen that Disney has like to pay every for big is company. the fucking property tax. 
for the land that they're on. Yeah, I don't which think is. Think they pay it, 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 it might be a lot, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. It could be kind of like like the Native American land situation where they do the casinos mm. and stuff. It could be something yeah, like that, where they yeah. Pay yeah, for the area. I don't know, yeah. like that's what I, if it's something like that, maybe it could be that's crazy. As real quick to what you were talking about, like the don't say gay bill and stuff, and like the yeah, yeah, what is it? community stuff. My yeah. girl had actually been telling me something that uh, about Disney recently, where at their shows and stuff, they're gonna stop introducing people as ladies and gentlemen, and use like proper like LGBT like QT, you know like the they're gonna, proper they're gonna, the proper term like the proper terminology that they like to use and stuff like that instead of introducing everyone as ladies and gentlemen as they used to before like gender identifying and stuff like that. And the CEO of, like, Disney came out saying, which was one of the things that, like, rubbed the senses the wrong way, saying about how, like, modern family and, like, shows like that that they provide show, like, the way that we should be approaching real life where the senses, like, no, like, give these kids, you know, the parents, like, the thing to, like, talk about whatever they want and the way they want to raise their kids and stuff. Yeah, the Santas is about the parents making the decisions in the kid's life and not the government or Disney Mm -hmm. or anybody else telling their kids, like, yo. Which I kind of agree with. There was an executive that came out of Disney recently, like a couple days ago, has an interview, everything. This lady said that Disney's pretty much forcing them to, like, put queerness everywhere like from like their kid cartoon shows like what three-year-old kids are watching like you Um, shouldn't that's programmed to me like you're forcing these kids into like a certain you know i mean a certain way to believe or a certain way to view themselves like nah dude kids three years old i can't remember what the fuck i was doing i was three like you know what i mean like we're not teaching kids this shit like real quick let me let me throw some out there real quick i feel like and i'm on the side of not teaching your kids shit or whatever but i feel like where the problem lies is there's the side of people that don't want this stuff taught in school and then there's a side of people that want this taught in school you know what i'm saying i don't think anybody's actually thinking about the kids i think they're more worried about what they want compared to who actually has to deal with it being our kids great point um i also want to say i'm not even saying i'm against it what i'm saying is i don't think it's up to anybody to teach the kids anything as far as gender sex and any of that goes you're supposed to learn that as you grow up you gotta you gotta figure yourself out you gotta learn what you like what you don't like oh life experience Nobody, no, but always nope. in college or not in college in high school they've had sex ed, right? Well, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're even they're even doing that shit. Yeah, with sex against, ed too. He's not like, against that. He's against doing that. <laughs> such like uh, I'm saying, like no, I know he's in like uh, elementary ages. I'm saying, but I'm saying, oh. period. I'm saying straight. Yeah, period. Straight, I'm yeah. saying you shouldn't be taught nothing. Period. You're supposed when it comes to sex what you want you have to learn that by yourself nobody should be telling you anything yeah you're supposed to learn by yourself through your peers what you like what you don't like when it comes to sexuality what you are what you aren't what you like what you that you got to figure that out by yourself that yeah, you just be hearing it's like they're forcing that that shit onto 
onto motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Disney's actually <laughs> going both ways. This ain't even just saying like for gay people, trans. I'm saying this is for straight people. Like it shouldn't go either way. You're supposed to figure that out for yourself. Dis- Disney's actually been in the news. That's how it was, you know what I mean, when we were growing up. Like, I don't remember anybody having no conversation with me about, hey, little Johnny, you know, are you having any thoughts at home? You know, I don't know how. Sometimes is, a man grows up as a man and wants to be a woman. Man, bro. Have no business teaching it. Like, who's the ex? Like Bray said, it's up for you to figure that shit out. Like, no, like how are you going to teach that shit? You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to, like, no, like, that kid needs to figure that shit out when he's, like, a teenager or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know, we won't get into, like, opinions and all that shit, but, yeah, let them decide. You know what I mean? Like you said, bro, yeah. No, the kids are obviously always the ones that get fucking uh, hurt. There's a lot of mixed mixed feelings about Disney right now, so people are, like, not going, so anybody anybody listening, yeah. Anybody out there, the parks are probably uh, not as crowded. A lot of people are turning down their tickets. So Disney's Every been pretty sick. You go to in Orlando, though, you don't want to free fall 70 feet to your death. Yeah, stay away from that ride. Moving on here to uh, our next topic. We got Freddie's favorite topic probably of the night here. Cryptocurrency versus the U.S. dollar. Is the U.S. dollar fading? Probably with these fucking inflation bullshit going on but um i don't know what do you got to say freddie what will you explain crypto to those out there because honestly i mean it's from what i've researched it's still not really like a a phantom thing it's like different from the rest of stocks and how all that works too i read it's pretty risky business fucking with crypto here it's uh likely to be scammed and it's vulnerable to cyber attacks no, what do you got to say about the, uh, that's according to John Dorsey. <coughs> You're making some bootlegged deals, or Jack that Dorsey. Sorry, Jack did it come for me. Sorry, Bitcoin. Jack Dorsey. Main reason why Bitcoin will beat the dollar is because the dollar inflates every single year. Whether you want to control it or not, it's going to inflate every single year. Bitcoin crypto doesn't inflate because there's only a set amount. There's some cryptos that do like print. They like get more uh, coins every like year or every few months. But those are like shit coins. We're talking about Bitcoin here that there's only a limited supply. So it's going to be looked at like gold. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading here. It says if companies or consumers move to a new cryptocurrency from you or stop using digital currencies entirely, it could lose value and become worthless. Cryptocurrency exchanges are vulnerable to cyber attacks, which could lead to imperable loss of your investment. Hey, li- and also can be very vulnerable to scams. Listen, that guy's a hater. Google. No, that this guy's a hater. Everything coming anything, up from crypto. Look, anything that has a community behind it is going to prosper. And crypto has the biggest community around it. It's so not this- even about it. It's the it's the money of the people. Let's say I want to buy something off you. I could be like, yo, I'll so crypto I'll pay though. You. So what it is though is if me and you agree that this has that this pen is worth ten dollars, 
then this pen is worth ten dollars, one hundred percent. But if I want to but if I want to sell this pen to Bray, and Bray don't fucking think this pen's worth ten dollars, he thinks it's worth five. I'm fucked. We're like a ten dollar bill is a ten dollar bill, one dollar bill is a one dollar <laughs> bill. You get what I'm saying? So like, it's all based on like the next person's value of said object of crypto. Like no, because Bitcoin has a set price. Yeah, right, right. Let's talk Bitcoin. about Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a set price. So is Bitcoin and crypto? Is that like Bitcoin is the father? It's separate because I hear a lot more good things about Bitcoin. Bitcoin crypto. is the fuck. Bitcoin is like the main crypto. Like it stays there. Like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I, from what I was, I'm still like you know looking I into think it I more and more. Be fucked if the if we lose our currency. And from what I read, if the dollar goes away, whether it's the crypto, anything, United States gets fucked ultimately altogether because we're all based off the dollar. So switching to any kind of new yeah um anything is gonna really put us in a like it's gonna make us broke and we're gonna have to climb out of that <laughs> hole and then if you put those risk factors on it like russia's already fucking committing mad cyber attacks now you know that this is vulnerable as hell to a cyber attack i feel like we it's just might be too risky that's just my pin it does say a couple good things about it obviously but <coughs> there's a lot more cons than pros to it the it only sounds like the only way we would lose our currency and what's kind of going on now in Russia and even China, they're creating their own form of currency. So if other countries try to create their own currency and they all start saying, all right, that this currency is better, it's more value, that's how we can lose our dollar. Well, yeah. China already blocked off crypto. They don't even allow any crypto. Even like all the big com like companies that they had that were mining Bitcoin and everything, they had to move to the U.S. I've seen that with China and the crypto and shit. But now everybody real, in China is starting to get crypto back. And real quick on the US dollar thing, it's been on its biggest decline for I don't know since when, but it all started back in March 2020 when COVID hit. They printed 70, 80% of all the money all in the reserves. Like all the and money. Printing more fucking money now, dude. Why Another does it lose value? Why is gold more value? Why does gold jump up when dot when the dollar goes down? Because gold is secure. Gold is something that's rare, not something that you can keep printing and printing and just toss it around everywhere like it's candy. Until one day someone says, "Fuck your gold, wipe it with my ass," like Biden. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a tip. No cap. If you wanna, Hold if you're thinking gold. about about buying some bitcoin get it before get it this year because in 2024 the amount of bitcoin that you can mine is going to get cut in half like the blocks are going to get cut in half so it's going to be even more rare and well, i'm going to be spending cash until the last day i can spend cash fuck all that shit i just feel like i'm going to get robbed if i invest in crypto and all that shit bro i just don't care and shit bro i yeah dude i just feel like I don't know. You get cash, at least you have control over that. Kind of. What's that? There's something you can get online that's called a hard wallet, a ledger, and it's something that you carry on you. I did read and about that's that. Where your Bitcoin is. Whenever you want to pay, put it in. 
Pay hey, you think all all these multimillionaires are scared about getting ripped off by some cyber scam? Like, come on, bro. They're the ones committing the Follow cyber scam. Follow the scams. money. Follow the money. Don't the sleep. actual money or the Bitcoin? That is actual money. That's rarer exactly. than actual money. Yeah, I mean, shit, I don't know. My I'm savings just account is Bitcoin right now. Until it's totally fucked and, and then we're fucked. And it exactly. is what it is. No more podcast. Now we'll hey, I'm gonna still be holding Ethereum, thirty k, forty k, for our phone service. <laughs> for real, bro. AMC is accepting Bitcoin for movie theaters and Doge. No, yeah, I've seen places are accepting Bitcoin. A lot of places accept Bitcoin yeah, right now. I got like That's the wave. That's the wave. That will get you a couple hours, Paolo, in the new world order. You're still holding Doge? <laughs> you haven't nah, sold? Like, bro, like five bucks. <laughs> I don't have oh nothing in there. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> I, have, I have the little Robin Hood rewards that I changed into Doge. <laughs> you need to catch one of them Tom passes so he gives you 50K in Bitcoin. Yo, Doge Brent, could actually I turn into the new dollar. Don't sleep on Doge. The people love Doge. Yo, Brent, and when there's a community, there's... You think I could borrow some Doge or some Bitcoin to pay for the for real, bro? Bring me some Doge. Can I borrow some Doge bro, for the Doge Doge is like blood? 15 cents right now. I'll give you 10 Doge right now. <laughs> Fuck you mean. I got That's 10 cents in Doge. Moving on, moving on here in Jerry's world. We got a couple more things to discuss before we wrap up episode 10 this week. Uh, moving on, we got a little bit of world news followed up with some NFL news. We'll go real quick and uh Matt, you want to give us a quick update? What's going on over there, Ukraine, Russia? I'm hearing this could now last years. So, Yeah, I mean, it could be an, another version of the Cold War. But um, basically right now on the web, uh, it, horrifying images are going around. And it's just showing um, dead bodies like in the streets. And I'm not talking about the tens. I'm talking about the hundreds of bodies. There's like uh, mass graves over in Ukraine right now. And I guess... If you ever go on the Reddit app, they got, and you just click on Ukraine and Russia, you could see live videos of people, again, the civilians taking videos and stuff. So, I mean, there's videos going around the web that's circulating over to the U.S. and uh, the United States and uh, Europe and other countries are basically just trying to hold uh, Russia accountable for what's going on because they're uh, committing war crimes right now, you know? So, I mean, that's basically, well, war crime is when, you step outside the lines when you're fighting in battle. You do some like sketchy shit, like kill civilians. Like apparently, there's, there's been a lot of raping and yeah, shit like that going on. Some platoon. Anybody ever seen platoon? Yeah, there's civilians in the street that I read that uh, they had their hands tied and their legs tied, shot in the back of the head, and they're in mass graves. I'm not saying it happened to everybody, but that's been documented. So I mean, like, why does that need to happen to a civilian just because? Uh, the Russians are invading. It's fucked. You know what? Let's get episode ten. Let's get some controversy in here real quick. All right. Let me let me fucking. I seen all that, Matt. What's so like? All right. What is war crimes though? You know what I mean. So like, Stepping you're having war. You're you're doing like you know you're fighting another country. So like, what is what is stepping outside the boundaries? 
at this point. Killing innocent civilians or like doing a mass genocide or something. Expect it though in war. Like I, I'm not yeah. for that shit. I'm, I'm like that's sad shit. But I'm saying like, isn't that expected? Like, did we think that when this whole thing started off, not no civilians were gonna get killed in this? Like, we we really thought, yo, Russia will just march in. They'll pass the civilians, wave their flags. Hi, how you doing? Hey, let us into your uh, capital so we can kill your government, overthrow your government. Just let us. I mean, on. yeah, I mean, the civilians have been fighting back for weeks. We just didn't get any footage of some of these areas that we're getting footage of now, which is devastating. But a lot of people leaving out the facts that Russia's got mad shit destroyed, though, too. Like, Ukraine fucking, they, they beat some ass, though, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's tanks yeah. blown up. There's Russian shoulders, mad dead everywhere. Like, it's, they're just showing, like, the Ukraine people that are dead. And there's mad bodies from Russian soldiers, all kinds of shit. It's, I feel like it's just the media, once again, taking a little piece of the puzzle and showing it to us like this, like, this is how, you know what I mean? Like, it's devastating, bro, but let's, who are we to kid ourselves? Do we think Americans just rolled through Taliban cities and, and didn't kill civilians? Like, there's mad reports, like, over the years of Iraq people saying, like, yo, some of these, you know, battalions or whatever they're called came through and fucked shit up, too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you ever watch Platoon? They just don't put Charlie that on Sheen? the news here because they don't yeah, want to see that. You ever watch that movie with Charlie Sheen back in the... It's an old movie, Platoon, but they were fucking doing the same shit in Vietnam. You know, U.S. soldiers were fucking raping Vietnam women, and mm. bad shit happens in war, man. Like, bad shit happens. It's just... This is finally a war that we're not involved in, so we're seeing it from a from a different perspective now. You know what not I mean? Only, and, it, and I think we're kind of shook when we shouldn't really be shook by some of this. Like, yeah. this is normal shit. Yeah, it's sad shit, but can't forget you know what I mean? that we're seeing this. We live in an age of social media now. Right? You can go if you want to say, but I was going to say just uh, we live in an age of social media now. So, I mean, everything is documented, everything's on the phone. So, that's true. I get yeah, everybody could Internet. record a live or, yeah, record a video, send it. Could, couldn't do that 15 years ago. Thanks. Great. What were we saying? My whole take on this, I think, honestly, the only people that actually know what's going on in that war right now is the people in Ukraine. I don't think anybody else actually knows what's going on. And the reason I say that is because, and again, I got to shout out UD here, but he showed me proof. Like, they're actually releasing videos, like, from, like, stage bombings to air shows to all these things like these things and they're saying it's the ukrainian war and it's not like i even seen uh there was a video game i think it's from battlefield or called one of them there's an action film where pilots are going through like a like a thing like a like it's like a valley or some shit and it's literally cgi it's not even real like they do the side by side and it's the same thing I think the only people that actually know what's going on right now are the people that are there and everybody else is just being fed shit. I don't, I really only think that people that are there know actually what's going on. I don't think anybody else knows like as yeah. much as they think they do. Like uh, nobody knows what's actually going on there except the people that are on the front lines that are sitting there confused as fuck as of what's going on. Like these Russian soldiers, there's even news on that. These Russian soldiers, a lot are soldiers. A lot of them don't even know what's going on. Like they thought they'd be there for a couple of days. They're out of gas. They don't have food. 
like, bro, this whole thing is just real weird. The yeah. only people that really know is the people in Ukraine. That's it's it. all fucking Putin's fault, dude. Fucking guy had to invade Ukraine. I mean, we talked about that a few weeks ago, though. I mean, I mean, Ukraine was technically a part. It would have been like Florida was part of the United States, so then Florida went off like Disney, like yo. We're on our own government now. Like, but, like Ukraine did it for good reasons, for sure, bro. Like, they were tired. Like, they, they wanted to be, like, democracy like us. So I, I'm supportive of that. Um, well, bro, the whole Soviet Union, like, it was, like, it wasn't just Ukraine. It was a couple other countries, too, that broke off. I'm just saying, I'm just saying in general, I just, I don't think anybody actually knows what's going on there except the people that are there because we're all getting fed so much shit i'm sure people are across the world being fed all this shit what's going on what's not going on i feel like the only people that truly know what's going on are the people that are there right now yeah we won't know probably till it's all over and even then we probably gonna get fed more more propaganda bullshit for whoever's honestly to be honest whoever's in office they're gonna show us whatever their narrative wants to be with it Moving on, big big deal today. Was it today? Man, I'm I'm tripping. It was today, right? Yeah. So Stefan Diggs signs a four year extension up to 104 million. I'm not sure what was guaranteed. Did you catch 96. any of that? 70 mil? 96. 70? 96? 96. I thought it was Damn, who's his agent? Getting almost I all that money. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> Getting almost all that money. Uh what do you guys think of that? I mean, last week we did our top six. Like I said earlier, I think a couple of us here had. I don't think I did, but a lot of us had him in the top six. So I mean, that's where he's getting paid right now. So I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. Like Paulo was saying, Paulo, you you made a good point earlier. I don't know if you want to recap on that with the Bills and their uh, contract statuses. Before you go on, it was seventy mil guaranteed, but ninety six uh, in total for the whole contract. I thought, I thought it was a 104. It says 96. Hmm. I thought it was 104, then. Adam Schefter reporting fake no, news. Matt, you better go get him. <laughs> yeah, Ty- Tyreek Hill, when I seen that, because they showed, like, a couple, like, the new contracts, like I was saying, but Tyreek Hill was, like, uh, 75 uh, guaranteed. I think he had the most guaranteed. Let's yeah, see. okay. So How many years? It's four years four. extension up to... Up to 104 million, he will earn 70 million guaranteed, but he could make the whole thing based off incentives. 104 is with the incentives. Yeah. Six years total, two, four plus the two who we already have. It makes him the second. He's the second most guaranteed money at the wide receiver spot in the NFL currently. Behind who? Yeah, is one. He deserves that for sure, bro. Diggs is a baller, bro. Oh, yeah. Bro, Diggs has faced a lot of elite oh, bro, corners getting in his career. And the Bills fa- getting traded to the Bills saved him, bro. Yeah, he definitely won out of Minnesota. He was fucking dumb with Cousins and kept feeding the Whoa. ball to Thielen, bro. Fucking yeah, injury prone Thielen. Should have been Diggs all along, number one. Thielen should have been the number two. That was a good combo, though. Diggs and Thielen. I remember that. that they could have used him better, though, for sure. I fucking hate hey, that is, combo in Detroit. Is but. Justin Jefferson better than Diggs? Oh, man. Yep. Yep. Nah. Dude, they, not nah. yet. They, like, nah. Oh. 
No. Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm yeah. only going to say this, but... Not yet. Justin Jefferson has only been in the league for two years. And doesn't he already lead the league in, two. like, the most yardage from those two years since he was drafted? Yeah, like, Did he Diggs had... ever... Dude. I think Chase... This year this had the most, year, but I'm saying over the two years, over two years he's yeah, had the most. His two years spent, yeah. And did Diggs ever do that? Has he done that even with Allen? He got there some nice go. stats, but he ain't at the level that he did with Allen. If he was with Allen yeah. from the get go, but Justin Jefferson wow. has been as lit as Diggs since. Hey, hold Diggs on. Let me say something. He'll get and he'll get paid. He'll get paid, I'm sure, when his he's still on the oh, rookie contract. Justin Jefferson will reset the market when he gets paid. Hey, let, him let, let me let me say two. Did you put him let in your say top two. five? I put him in my top five. Chase could shake up the, the contracts when he's due. Justin Jefferson though has been sharing the ball with Adam Thielen. Stephon Diggs ain't got nobody, and Jeff, Justin Jefferson's still balling out. Just saying. Not only the, Adam the tight Thielen. End. The but they're end. a what team? <coughs> One first team with the best, arguably the best running back in the game. Justin Jefferson. Buffalo doesn't even have a running game. Whoa, whoa, Paolo, what'd you just say? Did you You say Delvin Cook is one of is maybe the best running back? Arguably the best. Did I hear that? I mean, am I wrong? No, I love it, bro, because I've been saying it for a long time, and no one else has been saying it. He just gets I hurt. Mean, he just gets yeah. hurt. Yeah. But even he's then, the best he's still around running back. back. Even He'll when he gets hurt, now. he jumps week. right back up in like a week. Yeah, yeah but he's a, he's a beast. <laughs> Not like what Derrick Henry, that- where he's out like half the fucking season when he gets a little, a little toe whoa, fracture. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Derrick Henry. No, chill. This is but the first he's time. Injured, he's injured. up for weeks. He's out for the whole season, my G. He chill. shredded you. Chill. He shredded chill. you in fantasy. Chill. Did he this not? Is a fir- Bro, this is the first time Derrick Henry's for real been hurt was this season. That's it. That Last is- season, Don't- he got hurt, too. What are you doing? He- this was the first what? season, too, Derrick Henry took yeah. off right out of the gate. Derrick Henry normally takes till like, week five. Yeah. Really Derrick Henry... Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league, including Christian McCaffrey. Nah, buddy. Nah, buddy. Best running back? If we're talking fantasy, all day. Running backs. Bray, what's your top five? Number one, and I don't even do starting from number one. Number one is Derrick Henry. All right? Number two is Delvin Cook. Not Christian McCaffrey. It's Delvin. There's a name getting left out. Number three is Christian McCaffrey. All right. Oh, you want to do five or are we going to three? What are we doing? Five. So, wait, where are we at? Henry Cook and then McCaffrey, sir? Yeah. Okay. Number, shit, number four. Let me go. Number five, I hate to say it, but let me skip number four for a second because I was put on blast here real quick and I didn't have time to think about this. But number (laughs) five, though, is Eckler. I fuck with Eck. Eck is number five. You got to give me a minute to go to my four. You got to give me a second. He said Eckler won me my championship. He's top five. (laughs) 
Eckler. I don't know a number four, but that's a one, two, three, and five. All right, let me give you my top five real quick off the top of my head. Number one. Give me hate. Give me whatever the fuck you want to give me, all you guys. I'm going Cook. Cook is the number one back in the NFL. Like, we're just talking, like, fuck the injuries and shit. We'll leave that out. Just, like, the running back. Like, when they're all healthy. You know what I mean? Like, Cook is number one. That's my opinion. Cook won. I'm going... I think this would probably be your fourth guy, Bray, because you probably forgot about him. That's why I was like... But uh, Jonathan Taylor, I'm going with number two, JT. Just oh, me. JT. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about JT. I know you right. forgot about him, but you got yeah, right. to put JT. I'm putting JT number two. Then I will go Henry. Henry is, is a top three, which is... Improvement for me, Bray, because remember it was like two years ago we had that battle. I didn't even have him top five. I think I was yeah. battling with Bray over even in the top five. But I give it to Henry's three. I would say McCaffrey at that point is number four. <clears throat> and then honestly, um, just like all around, I, I don't know how he's going to be this year, but I, he kind of proved me wrong a little bit this past year, even though they were kind of down. But I got to go Kamara, probably number five. Well, I give you the Eckler thing. Eckler is right around there, too. Eckler is very underrated running back, looking at his numbers. He's very underrated. He's right up there. So, but that's what I got there. Um, I mean, you guys want to do your top five? We really were just going to talk anything NFL here. So, we can go around. We can well, just I mean, do that. Real quick, because I know my fifth is going to catch a little heat here. So, I want to see what somebody else I know to say about my fifth. fifth. Is. They already know who my fifth is. So, if we're going to do no injuries in order. Mixing. Yes, sir. When the number one, I'd have to go. This guy loves Mixon. McCaffrey? McCaffrey, if he's healthy, he's number one. No brainer. You got the running back. You got the catcher. You got the do-it-all guy. It doesn't matter. He gets it done. Number two, you got Dalvin Cook. That comes pretty close. That do-it-all type of deal, which is why I got to put this guy at three, which is Derrick Henry. He's just yep. more of a power back, wear you out. Guy's going to just pound it to the ground. Then you got another similar type guy, but can get some nasty catches in JT. JT is going to be fourth. And my boy mixed it up, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Very underrated part of the run that the Bengals just had. And with that improved O-line for our fantasy segments in the future, watch out my boy Mixon. I'll give you that, Paolo, real quick before we finish with the other two. Uh, Mixon, actually, yeah. Burrow got a lot of love with Chase, but shit, just in fantasy alone, Mixon, bro. That guy, his best player outside of Cup was Mixon every fucking week. I'll give you that. Uh, well, so we got me, Bray, Paolo, Matt, Freddie. What do you guys want to take it next? Well, my my top three are similar, are the same as yours. So I got McCaffrey because I mean he's the best running back, no doubt. But That's he's just getting injured too much. Number two, Dalvin Cook, because they've always been right there. Paul even wanted to trade me Dalvin Cook 
First year from McCaffrey. <laughs> this guy said this is the year. And that guy was dropping 50 points, but Dalvin Cook was, was dropping like 45. Man, you told me no. I'm like, what's this guy? No, it was a good trade, but McCaffrey was just a little bit, a little bit more. I was giving you the two for one. I was probably fucking myself, though. I end up that was the year I won, so probably a good thing I didn't do that. Yeah, that was the year you won straight. Damn, bro, you shredding me out of a dub. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, so Fred, you got <laughs> McCaffrey, Cook, who's third? Derrick Henry with the stiff arm. And hey. my boy, Kamara. Hey, you know, dude. he's like an elusive running back. He just, like, gets around. I, yeah, I agree with I, you. Ah. He is really underrated. Really fucking underrated. More biasness from another Eckler Fantasy Championship. JT huh. out the top five. Wow, yeah, JT not even in the top five. I don't think I, he I can hold it up. I don't know. Kamara with with that one. This year with uh, who do they have a quarterback now in Indiana? Detroit Matt Ryan. Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Damn, bro. Matt, he's got a new quarterback every year. <laughs> Matt, what do you got? Luck. Zeke Pollard, Emmett Smith. What we got? And Zeke, um, Zeke. Gonna, this, is, this has been tough Ooh. for me. You know, I've been able to listen to who you guys pick, but it definitely didn't change my answer. I'm going to start with five, and then I'll go to one, with one being the best. Um, five, I am going to say uh, Joe Mixon at five, and it was hard not to, put, not to put JT there. I almost went JT, but I want to see another year or two from him. Um, so Mixon at five. Four, I'll go uh, Eckler. Three. Another Eckler. Three, I'll go Kamara. Two, I'll go Henry. Wow, okay. Matt. Wow. You're leaving okay. some people out, bro. And, and one, I'll do Dalvin Cook. And uh, it was hard leaving Zeke off the top Top five. And McCaffrey. Zeke and CMC. And JT. No JT. No McCaffrey. No. <laughs> no, I, no I said, There's I said not even McCaffrey. Zeke in there to steal their spot. Nah, no, I, I think I put McCaffrey third or fourth, I think. Nah, no, you, you put Kamara third. You put JT. Yeah, no, I have Mixon, Eckler, Kamara, Henry Cook for Matt. Oh, no JT. Damn. No JT. <laughs> we know why Matt's 2 and 11 in fantasy. <laughs> no, I, I just don't bank on. I don't pick running backs that get hurt all the time. But you like we that past the injuries, though. We said looking past the injuries. I'm just surprised yeah, none of y'all got looking healthy, Matt. When these guys are healthy, if that <laughs> have any of these guys led the league back to back rushing? Nah, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Henry maybe Henry. As Henry, we need to bring the fucking, the fucking Henry camera back. No, he didn't Henry did. He got hurt. He would have had it two years in a row if he didn't get hurt. This guy's talking about what? No, I think this year would have been his third year in a row. I think third. Yeah. Third? yeah, I think so. I think this would have been his third, which would have been yeah. Zeke. Right? Zeke was three. Right? Zeke would have had three years in a row rushing. Zeke had two. Yeah, Zeke was up there for a little while. And, and then, of course, the draft fucking draft on me decides to. They got suspended. Bro, they wore his ass out and then sent him to Cabo. And gave him a fat deal. <laughs> the other thing, too, the reason I put Derrick Henry at number one, just in case people are wondering, there's no 
in 2022, there's no peer running back anymore. Derrick Henry is a peer running back, and that's why Derrick Henry is my number one. Pure or pure? I think Cook's pure. He hey. just got a little pass catching to him. No, he's not. Not only he's, that. He's what? Both, bro. He's no, not pure bro. running back. How Cook is pure is running back? What is hey, pure how you, how you like appear running, running back when you... How you appear running back when you get like sixty plus receptions? How's that appear running back? Because he's still going over a thousand yards. A lot of guys go oh, over a thousand yards. He's still getting like ten five. plus touchdowns. What about McCaffrey? Real quick on Braves, uh, Derrick Henry thing. Didn't he still? Somebody can fact check me real quick. But didn't he still finish top ten in yardage, even though he only played seven games? He finished top That's- six, I think. That's fucking because insane. he's a fucking beast. Top six, That's I believe. Fucking insane. You yeah. go for half the year in your top ten, top six. Derrick Henry finished like top seven fantasy running back, and he missed more than like half the season. He's definitely top three, but he's not better than. I don't McCaffrey. know about that fantasy part, but definitely in rushing, he was a top guy. When I when I looked at the end, he was still top ten fantasy running like rushing like fantasy wise. That's fucking crazy. Ah, uh, look who's in the top three. Ma. So Jonathan Taylor crushed it, eighteen eleven. Yeah, uh, he was number one. Uh, Nick Chubb was number two at twelve sixty. Delvin Cook was next, 12.05, Mixon, 12.03, Nigel Harris, 12.00, Antonio Gibson, 10.37, Elliott, 1,000. So Henry didn't even go over 1,000 yards this year. Um, Mitchell was he ahead of him with like 9.63. Uh, he has 900. He had 937. Yeah, Henry That's fucking stupid. Wait, what was it, like six or seven games? Five, six, seven, eight. He was, yeah, so yeah, he was top 10. He, uh, was he didn't ninth. finish that eighth game. He was ninth. He played in ten games. Seven and a half games. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm ten games? No. I was looking at the wrong it thing. It wasn't ten. There's no way. No, I was looking at the wrong thing. It doesn't say like ten. how many games they played. I'm pretty oh. sure I had it to like week eight. Yeah, he played like up to week eight, but that's because fucking I, crazy. I was six and one with Henry. I was one and seven without. Yeah. Rushing. He had 219 carries. So let me just fill you guys in on this, though, real quick before you blow Henry out of the water. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had less carries than him on the air, had more yards. Uh, Antonio Gibson had less carries than him on the air, had more yards. And Nick Chubb, well, Nick Chubb was pretty damn close to the same amount of attempts on the air and had more yards. That's, hey, that's also that's also that's also not realizing that Derrick Henry is going to touch the ball every play. Yeah, no, and that might be their downfall over there is letting him touch that ball every play. You gotta you, every every single play you gotta prepare for Henry. Like every single play, so it oh, don't Henry's definitely the game, the game planner. Might be I'm why Antonio saying. Brown wants out. AJ Brown was also hurt. That's why I said AJ Brown. I've also never seen one guy break like six tackles in one play. 
No, nah, Henry's a beast. No one's no one's arguing that. Powell, you did make a good point though when it comes to the early on rushing. AJ Brown hurt early. Julio Jones hurt early. Nine Westbrook was their leading receiver this year, so they didn't have much of a pass game there this year. So they really had to rely on Henry, which probably led to his fucking injury, touching the ball all those times. <laughs> Such a but Jonathan hey, Taylor does. and Nigel Harris were the only two over 300 carries. Taylor had 332, <coughs> and Nigel had 307. Everybody else fucking was under 250. So a lot of teams weren't really pounding the ball as much as the Colts or the Steelers were this year. Damn, Nigel Harris touched the ball that many times. How did that fucking guy not finish uh, top five in fantasy? <coughs> that many fucking touches. No, he was. I think he was like six. 20-plus yard runs, though. This is pretty interesting because this is a nice stat. Jonathan Taylor, 15 of them. Nick Chubb, 12. Delvin Cook, 12. Mixon, 6. Harris, 6. Gibson, 4. Elliott, 3. Mitchell, Mitchell, 6. Yeah, Mitchell getting some breakouts. Henry, 3. Damian Harris, 8. Mitchell. And Javante Williams rounding out the top 10 with 6 there. Javante. Javante. Look out, boy. Him and Elijah Mitchell, I think, are the two surprise names on most rushing stats up here. They're up there with a lot of shit. Hey, a lot of people sleep on our boy. He's well, I, mean, I mean, he's the lead guy now, right? Most are left. Miami. Him and Trey Sermon. Sermon had off here. Let's see what happens this year. All right. All right, we'll move in on here to our last segment. This was a long one here tonight. Thanks for staying with us. It's going to be normally we do like it's like a commission segment. I normally ask a question or whatnot, but we're going to start switching up this week. Um, this week, it's going to be Goloku with whatever he's got. It could be whatever. Like I said, I don't even know if it's going to be a question. So let, what do you got? what's up on this week's commission segment? So I got a question this week. Okay. If you could go back to any decade in music, ah. what would it be? Of music, you said? In music. Like... All right, I'll, Matt, you I'll, go I'll first. Start, I'll start this off. Um, uh, this is an easy one for me, man. Um, maybe just because of how I am and my mentality and whatnot, how we all are. But uh, the 70s, I love that groovy fucking music. I know a lot of people out here listen to hip hop, but I mean, I listen to a lot of genres of music, and uh, there's nothing like that groovy, funkadelic fucking music, man. It's you just talking about like the Bee Gees. We talk about Bee Gees. We talk about like stoner hippies. I mean, people oh. dropping acid. Not talking about damn fucking lit Allen Woodstock. Yeah, going to Woodstock. Yeah, That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, bro. How about there's nothing like Woodstock. When you have a minute, go on YouTube and type in Woodstock and just look, bro. You could see for miles, just sea of people. I mean, that that I love going to shows. So yeah, the '70s for me. Okay. All right, you go. You go next, bro. Come on, easy. West Coast versus East Coast, baby. 90s, 90s. let's go. Come on, easy. Dre, Dre, Snoop, fucking Pac, bro, Ice Cube, everybody, bro. <coughs> Facts. Facts. Paolo, I'll go, I'll go last. For me, 
<clears throat> it probably have to be. I fuck with what Bray just said and Matt said and everything, but for me to be the early two thousands, just that that early Wayne, all the fifty vibes, everything, just wanting to to be an adult as After a kid. Adam James. Wanting to live that life. Like take me back to that as an adult and let me live my life. <laughs> I'm and going then, I'm there, going uh, Oh my bad, Paul. You still go? My fault. No, nah, I was just going off of Bray right there with that Eminem. Oh, um, I'm going way back. I'm going way back to uh, the 1600s Mozart classical wow. violin. And the, no, I'm kidding. That was probably some fucking piano man. No, uh, I, I'm with Bray. I'm going 90s. Uh, Tupac. NWA, all that shit. Like Tupac really is what it, for me is Tupac is mostly because that's, I mean, not like I grew up listening to him. I didn't, but you know, once I came on to his music later on, I I like it, and I wish I got to see more of him. So yeah, I go back to the nineties so I could pay attention more to Tupac when he was I'm here. Curious, before Freddie goes, I'm curious. I just got to say, none of y'all went past the nineties, bro. What the fuck's wrong with y'all, bro? Why didn't know like this- earlier? <laughs> Earth, nobody wind, and fire. Hey, nobody wants to go back to the 80s or the 70s. Nobody wants to go back when times and were good. The 80s trash. The 80s trash altogether. Fuck the 80s. I'm curious what Freddie's got to say for uh, where he's got yeah, uh, Freddie, what's <laughs> up? Freddie's going 2010 Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> well, 2010 was one of the best eras in music apart from the 90s. You know, you got right. Kendrick Lamar, ASAP Rocky, fucking Schoolboy Q, a lot of motherfuckers popped off there, but Great. I don't know, man, the 90s, for sure. <clears throat> I want to be there, experience the vibe. I was born in 96. I wasn't even fucking here, so I want to, like, you know, go there, like, go be in Cali smoking some, you know, straight leaves at that time, but, you know. NWA concert, bro. Hot. That'd be nasty. Go to see Tupac, Biggie, all of them. Big L. Those concerts are probably pretty wild. I'm sure. Hey, them them East Coast versus West Coast concerts, bro. Them would have been nasty. A lot lot of gang activity. I'm sure a lot of killings. It's music, music. <laughs> it's storytelling. It's They're telling stories yeah. out there. Yeah. This guy always gotta bring in some gang activity, <laughs> some controversy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, that pretty much wraps up this week. This yeah. world. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go. Can you tune in. Hopefully, we can start bringing some special guests on here for you guys. Get some more opinions and analysis on things. Uh, give us a yeah. like, subscribe, you know, whatever you want to do. Twitch, Twitter, wherever you're at. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Matt's basement. Yeah, I don't know. Give us, yeah, just been, just give been. us that view. Yeah, yeah. Gang, back in the stool. Gang, gang, uh, gang, 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 yeah. gang, gang.